2: sleepy man just started talking during my whole intro period oh i'm
3: sorry my bad. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't realize it started
2: <laughs> don't edit that out but okay let's let's get together here all right <laughs> hey you guys and welcome back to another episode of not your average conversations
3: not your average perspectives
4: not your average black girls hey not your average black i'm sorry y'all can we do that over again because i spoke at the same time
2: <laughs> all right we're gonna try one more time hey you guys and welcome back to another episode of not your average conversations not your average perspectives not your average
4: black girls what, what, not your average black girls? What, what, not your you got a body roll with it, guys. This one requires a little bit of a little sexy body roll, okay? I don't know, right. body roll, forget y'all. Okay, um, you know what, I'm what glad we're talking about what we're talking about today because
2: body rolls, you know, okay, <laughs> <bye>. okay. <laughs> all right, all right, y'all. So, we are back. You got me, Candace, aka Dice, we got Megan, aka Meg Money, and Jordan, aka Joe Nasty even though they don't always identify. Megan throwing her sets up over here, y'all. Oh, they throwing sets. Let me stop, because I'm not trying to get us cute. Um, we don't have no sets, but nevertheless. Uh, <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> moving right oh, along. Uh, so today's topic is going to be about Black women and femininity. So per usual, I don't ever have these people's names written down on TikTok. But I did get this idea from TikTok because I saw a black woman talking about femininity and she was saying how, you know, there's this, there's this narrative out here that black women are not feminine. Um, And she believes that the ideal feminine um, is coming from Europeans or a European mindset or European way of thinking. So I thought that was really interesting. So I wanted to bring that to the podcast because I do kind of see where she's coming from and I'm not saying she's right or she's wrong. Cause I truly don't know. Um, I think she was just voicing her opinion, but I have noticed a lot lately of this, um, this movement of black women trying to embrace their feminine side or be more feminine. And that looks different, I think, to different people, but I have been seeing, you know, for every movement, there's a counter movement and I have been seeing people who are kind of anti this whole thing of, you know, black women trying to be more feminine in terms of, I think there are certain things associated with femininity that may or may not align with you as a black woman. So for some, not speaking for everybody, for some people, femininity can be seen as weak or meek, mild, you know, kind of like the church mouse sort of mindset. And then for some people, it's just more about embracing, you know, beauty embracing all the beautiful things you know dressing nice it could be an outward outward expression of femininity so i definitely want to hear from y'all like what y'all think femininity is and and do you necessarily think that this this movement for black women becoming more feminine is is a good or a bad thing or is it even really needed
3: um i guess i'll take this one away (laughs) um and unless jordan unless you wanted to chime in first are you cool
4: I'll let you okay. go first. You didn't even give
3: me a okay, chance cool. to respond for you. Well, me. you didn't. You didn't say yes quick enough, so I just took that as a give me time cool. to hit on you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dicey's so fed up with us, <laughs> but um, you know, Dice, I think that what unfortunately like happened to our community is, and this is just my theory. I could be very wrong here. Um, somebody like have their great grandmother listen to this or something and tell me if I'm wrong but I would like to think that at one point in time that Black women were seen as very feminine you know and being fully aware of their femininity um, and I think that what unfortunately happened to us um, are things like you know the Great Depression, the crack epidemic, you know, things that split the Black family up. And I think that what happened was we entered into an era where Black women felt like they had no choice, you know, but to stand up and stand firm and stand strong and just take it, you know, no time for, um, you know, the pretty things or the soft things or whatever, you know what I'm saying? No time for like, you know, um what some people like to call women like no time to think about being like a delicate flower or whatever phrase it is that you want to come up with you know you have to make things happen you have to get out here you have to work you have to support your family even if you don't have a family you gotta be something because what are the odds that you're gonna find a good man you know what I'm saying like I feel like we unfortunately um had to wear that burden as a black community after those other things that I named. And I think what is happening is we are just now getting back to a place where some black women are just like, you know, Hey, we don't have to let that go on for forever. Like it is okay for us to get back to, you know, what we probably once were you know we don't know for sure because we weren't alive but I just would like to think that it was more so circumstances that maybe led to black women acting a different way and being perceived as a different way um and so I don't think there's anything wrong with for women who feel like they don't have that trying to discover and trying to um embody that you know for whatever reason whether it be for themselves or for the purpose of finding a man um so it's kind of my take on it right now.
4: So I think um, black women and or black women, sorry, in femininity, it's it's it it's a topic that I feel like is oftentimes not really associated to one another. And then normally, when black women are associated to some type of feminine traits, we are more um, masculinized. And I feel like these are themes that we've pointed out in previous episodes, like even stemming back to our first um our first season now i do like the newfound wave of black women who are showing off femininity in ways to be feminine because one thing that megan hinted at was just a lot of us may not have seen a woman being sensitive for a lot of us, the environments that we grew up in, the woman was the foundation and the strongest person in the room. A lot of generations of families spin around a matriarch and not a patriarch. I mean, look at Medea, you know, the whole the whole family is based or centered around her. Right. And in, in her extension, her being what grounds and keeps the family together, even if we look at Big Mama, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't Big Daddy for a reason. Um, and so, and so, I think a lot of what we see when it comes to um, Black women's role in the community and in our families, it's to be that anchor. And being the anchor ain't easy. You can't be flimsy, right? You 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 gotta be strong and you gotta be sturdy. And so, um, as someone who struggles with being feminine herself, it is something that you have to learn. Um, it's I think it's something that you have to become more more comfortable with and understanding like I don't know just really understanding what it looks like and what it could look like for you um for me when I consider what femininity may be it's like not necessarily just having the softer side but being comfortable and know how to express what we would consider to be our more feminine and softer side and and show somebody else that you have that side to you it's not that I don't have it I just don't know how to show it, how you let people in so that they can see that form of you. Um, and I don't know, it, being Black, society just doesn't give you the room to to be vulnerable. Unfortunately, we've always got to be on our guard. And especially as women, it's just really sad because we are expected to be on our guard because not only do we have to hold it down for ourselves, we have to hold it down for others too. So um, I, I, I like that we're introducing this discussion and i like to see that there are this new wave of tiktokers and youtubers who are also giving people self-care self-help tips in order to like take better care of themselves but then also to like show their more feminine side give that side of you some attention so that 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 feminine flower can come out and really get her due time and due shine but um yeah, I don't know. I, I would be interested in seeing how, how long this lasts and how far this carries. Cause at the same time we having this discussion where we say, well, femininity is now being introduced. We also still dealing with the same argument, you know, out of men. And when it comes to relationships with women being too strong, you know what I'm saying? So It's like, dang, y'all still saying we too independent and we too this yet we're having a conversation like the one on this podcast where we're saying, well, now we're talking about being more feminine. So, you know, what what is the line? When will we be feminine enough, right? For society? who's to say we aren't feminine enough now like you know Um,
2: i'm definitely glad you brought that up because that was going to be my next point is um I think a lot of the conversation I'm seeing on TikTok is about that exactly where for black women and black men, you see a lot of black men saying things about black women, disparaging things. Um, and basically saying like, we don't, we don't want to come home to, you know, to all that rah-rah when we first get off work and all that noise and whatever they want to call it. Um, and, The TikTok video I was watching, the woman was saying, like, again, y'all are placing European ideals of femininity onto women who are not of European descent. And she's saying that as a black woman, if you look at our history... Like Megan touched on earlier, we were never really allowed to be, you know, stay at home wives, sitting pretty, waiting for our husband to come home, having that dinner cooked and prepped and whatever, you know? Like that didn't really happen too often. So it seems, right? Whereas when you look at the white women, especially in America, it seemed like a good chunk of them were able to live that kind of life. Now, whether or not they liked it, who knows, but it seemed like they were able to live live that little, you know, leave it to beaver sort of life. And I think because as black people in America, we don't have a really good point of reference. It's like only point of reference we have is what we saw white people doing. So it's like, well, why aren't you more like that? right? Because that seems to be the better way to be. But I know as black women, we tend to hear that as, oh, well, you just want me to shut up. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You just don't want me to say nothing. Even if you are wrong, you want me to go sit in the corner and be quiet, because that's what it sounds like. Now, whether or not that's what they're saying, who knows, but that's how it comes across. So I think that's a whole other conversation that kind of intersects with femininity, where is What is your definition as a man, which obviously we don't have a male on here to talk about it, but it's like, what is your definition as a man of what a feminine woman is supposed to be? And is it rooted in European ideals and European beliefs? Nobody wants to come home if they had a bad day, especially, and then, you know, have to deal with some shit at home. But to me, that's kind of a weak leg to stand on, right? where it's like, okay, so what are you really saying? Because anybody could have an off day. So you don't know whether she was in a mood that day that caused her to have an attitude or whatever. So it's like, what are you really saying? Are you saying that in general? You feel that black women have too much mouth, too much attitude, too much whatever, which in and of itself is funny because I've met white women that have mouth and attitude. But Girl, nevertheless, we, you know, we touched on that before, what? like Jordan said on these. <laughs> we, we've touched on that, you know, where they can get away with certain things and saying things and being a certain way because they're white. But when we do it, it's a problem. Um, but anyways, I just I guess what I'm getting at is where is the line? you know what I'm saying? Like Jordan said, where is the line? Are we, are we saying that we need to be, do y'all want us to be in the corner and to be quiet? Or do y'all want us to be there to pick you up when you're down? Well, what, which one is it? Because we can't do it all. We can't be at all. So anyways, if y'all had any, anything I'd like to add to that from the male perspective, black male perspective.
3: Yeah, I think that's interesting that you like said everything that you said because I was sitting here having fun on Google, right? Like just just Googling different things about femininity. And um, I just simply typed in the word. And, of course, there are several populated questions that I guess are frequently searched with this word. And one of them is, how do you show femininity? <laughs> and I, I don't mean to laugh, but the answer says if you want to be feminine, then you should avoid bragging about your accomplishments, talking about how amazing you look, or generally showing off. A truly feminine person is confident enough in her looks and abilities to be modest and to let other people figure out how amazing she is. Well, I'm just gonna say that I feel like I could speak for all black women when I say like, We just are in a time to where, like, if we do something, we're going to let you know we did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Black women have been oppressed for so long and pushed to the back and their ideas have been stolen. And, you know, they haven't gotten credit for things that they have done in large. And I feel like we are a generation of women that, like, if we're proud of something we did... We're going to say it. We're going to own it. And like, we're not going to let anybody, you know, tell us otherwise. And
2: how does that um, make you less feminine?
3: Exactly. And, and and that's why I was laughing as I was reading it. I was like, so basically boosting yourself up somehow makes you less feminine. Like you're only feminine if someone else can then in turn acknowledge and see through their eyes how valuable you are. Like, I, I don't I don't agree with that. Um But in general, it says what defines masculinity and femininity and masculinity is seen to be the trait which emphasizes ambition, acquisition of wealth, and differentiated gender roles versus femininity is seen to be the trait which stress caring and nurturing behaviors, sexuality, equality, environmental awareness, and more fluid gender roles. Um, And so I guess if you're going like with historical definitions or you know, what they thought back in the caveman ages. The problem is that you have, I guess the problem for a lot of men is that they are seeing that with Black women specifically, you know, if you look that masculinity definition I just gave, Black women do that, emphasizes ambition. We achieve a lot and we have a lot of goals and we talk about it. Acquisition of wealth, Black women trying to get to the bag, like nonstop and every day trying to come up with a newer and better and easier way to do it. Um, And then differentiated gender roles. I mean, do with that one what you may. But I think that the problem for a lot of Black men is perhaps that women are trying to figure out how to do both. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're trying to figure out how we can keep that ambition and have that caring trait for our family. You know what I mean? Like, acquire our wealth.
2: Do you think they feel threatened by Black women? these these Black men who say these things, do you think that they, they feel threatened by Black women bringing all those things that you just said to the table?
3: I think to some extent, yes. Um, not every single Black man, but I think that for some Black men, absolutely. Because if you look at what, you know, Google or these historical definitions are telling us, you know, the woman is supposed to bring the caring, the nurturing, you know, the sexual, the sensual, you know, caring about the environment. But if she's coming to the table and she has all of that and she has the ambition and the wealth that you are supposed to bring as the masculine figure, then I can see how some men might feel like, well, then what does she need me for? You know, why would she keep me around? And so I think it's more so a conversation about how firm and how solid and how secure are you in your masculinity? Because if you are... Confident enough, and you are comfortable enough in that it would not be perceived as a threat that I may have just a couple of masculine traits myself. You know what I mean?
2: Come oh, on, come on, flip it on them, flip it on them, me. <laughs> and
3: that—that's—that's that's just how I feel, and I—and I feel like you know, I feel like um OJ and I are—I feel like we work very good at that. Like I don't—I'm—I've always been a very ambitious person, and I have a lot of goals, and I want a lot, but. As does he. And there's never been a time where like his desire to be who he's going to be. Like he's going to be, he's going to be the kind of man that he's going to be regardless of what I'm going to do. Like me wanting to come up with several ideas of like ways to start million dollar businesses is never going to change the fact that he wants to pay all his household bills point blank period like his mindset you take that million dollars do whatever you want with it at the end of the day I'm gonna be this kind of man um and so I think that people need to like be working on that honestly like get more secure in being who you're gonna be regardless of who the other person is and I think that we'll have a lot more you know happy people but um I don't know, black, some Black men, I ain't gonna put them all under umbrellas, some Black men tripping a lot right now anyways, because it's a, a series on TikTok right now about them like having this whirlwind revolution about realizing that Black women who are mothers are not deserving of their time and love, and that's a whole other conversation, but uh, some of them tripping right now anyways, so we got a long way to go. <laughs>
4: One thing you said, Megan... Uh... I just don't understand why being able to take care of yourself is seen as a masculine trait, right? I don't understand why being independent is seen as being masculine when that's just the product of living in society. Like as humans, you have to Mm -hmm. pay to live in this world. Mm -hmm. And if I don't have anybody else to pay for me, I got to pay for myself. Like that's just a survival instinct of anything. I don't see why a woman who's able to take care of herself That the act of taking care of herself has been deemed a masculine trait, and that only men can provide. That's so dumb to me. Maybe I am, you know, the modern woman that they are having their meetings about, saying, "See, that's the that's the rhetoric we got." You the ones they're clubhouse
3: about, Jordan. You the one.
4: Trust me, because some of what you just said, I'm like, (laughs) damn, it's like Megan be listening to my conversations because I have been told those things where it's like, it's like you don't even need me. Sir, I I just met you. I haven't needed you up until this point. And I'm not saying that to be disrespectful. but I'm just saying let's just think about the things we say logically before we say them. No one... Need you in this world. You have to prove yourself as being worth of needed. You're like worthy of being needed. Like you have to prove yourself. Just like I have to prove myself to you. But in the meantime, I need a dry place and a warm place to live at, right? I need a warm place to lay my head down in and I need food in my stomach. So until we get there, (laughs) I got to get those things for myself. And I'm not understanding how me being able to do that is now a threat to you. Mm -hmm. You're still standing in my house, ain't you? You know what I'm saying? It ain't like I left you outside for dead, So then,
2: Let's just keep it real too where I feel like the average man, and we're talking about black men specifically, but the average black man, I, I don't know about y'all, but cannot afford to take care of me and him. Um, and I'm not saying that to be mean, I'm saying that to be real, because if we look at the opportunities available, I can't, you know what, I'm Jordan and Megan is over there laughing, I'm too but <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious though. I mean, if we look at the opportunities available. Okay. There aren't a whole lot for minorities in general. Right. And really we didn't start seeing an uptick in minority hiring until after the black lives matter movement reached its peak. Right. In 2020 that's when you, that's when you saw the, um, y'all, I cannot, when I tell y'all, they're not, they over here clowning. Um, but nevertheless, that's when you started to see, I can't even get my thoughts straight. I'm so distracted by y'all. Um, Okay. (laughs) Well, we're going to end up as some public enemies in some real private places for this conversation because the fact that we're really sitting over here laughing at this, it's not funny. No, but you know, it just goes to show all I'm trying to say is I'm not saying that a black man is not capable of providing for his woman. What I'm saying is the average black man out here is not afforded the same opportunities as the average white man out here from a financial perspective. You're right. So they cannot afford it. And that's no shade at all. But see, that's what makes the black man and black woman relationship so unique is that we know that. <laughs> okay. We come in knowing that nine times out of 10, the black man that we're dating or we're with is not going to be able, at least not initially to provide that sort of lifestyle. And right. that's okay with a lot of us as black women.
3: Mm -hmm. But when you
2: choose to dip into other pots, and again, I don't have any problems with people dating outside their race. That's your choice. That's your business. But when you choose to dip outside into other pots, know that the expectation may not be the same. Mm -hmm. Okay? Know that the level of understanding may not be the same. Okay? So you can date who you want by all means. Please do. But let's stop putting the burden always back on black women. Right. That's my whole point.
4: Have some accountability. Have some exactly. accountability. Well, and I and understand would argue in grace and extend that, right? I'm sorry, yeah. Megan, not to cut you off, but no, go ahead. even if you aren't someone who find like okay, say you're within that small uh statistic that isn't being affected by what Dice said and you are, you know, one of these six figure wealthy men out here and, and you know you haven't been held back based on the color of your skin and you know, education, um, then still extend that grace and knowing that, hey, I am not you know, I'm not the majority, y'all the ones that self-titled yourself as, the, let me stop because I'm feeling, I'm, I'm sounding like the female Kevin, right? But you, you have already <laughs> put yourself in an exclusive place by calling yourself the prize. So you understand the distinction between you and the norm, right? But also you need to understand and extend grace into knowing that that's not the case for everyone. And so a female that comes into contact with you may have come from a situation with the majority and with that is is going to bear you know maybe some some baggage some lessons learned um and also too a practice that she has now had to uh adapt to just based on what society has taught her outside of relationships like we talked about society makes the black woman feel like you do have to have it all together like you do have to be strong and reliable so who else can you be reliable for if not yourself? And then now that you've done that, here comes a man who you're supposed to build your union with telling you, "Well, you that, that's too much for me. You got too much going on for me." You know this what? voice. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: what? Who <are> you was <laughs> <assuming? laughs> I Oh no.
2: That was like Uncle Ruckus or something. I don't know what that was.
4: <laughs> so, I just yeah, I'm loopy right now, so I'm liable to say anything, because I'm not gonna lie to our listeners. Your girl is sleepy. But, um... Yeah, this topic right here can can really go any kind of a way. And like I said, I'm I'm not trying to end up on no private society hate boards because of of my strong views as the quote unquote (laughs) modern woman. But I do I do feel how I feel, and I know it's hard out here. Cancel
3: immediately. Cancel, yeah, because
4: (laughs) it's hard out here for Black women from both ends. Like we really trying to burn the candlestick from both ends, three ends, four ends, five ends. Honestly, because there's just so many things expected of us, and we're always trying to rise to meet those needs. And it's like you can't be great at one thing without somebody throwing tomatoes at your face in another area because you lack right or they don't like what you're doing it's like man sit down somewhere i mean
2: it's almost like the more that black women started to achieve and accomplish the bigger of a threat they became to the average black man you know we all know for at least the last several years black women have been the most educated race and gender in america And so just that stat alone, you know, speaks volumes and it's showing that, you know, as black women, you know, we getting out here and we getting after the bag, right. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that doesn't mean that, you know, as a black man, I can't support you. I can't be there for you. I can't love you because I'm educated and you may or may not be because you may have it. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But that's not the point. The point is we have shown through generations that we are willing to work with the black man. Right. And I just don't know when, you know, the 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 script got flipped to now it's it's a problem.
3: I feel like a lot of black men are confused because the biggest one that I've heard over the past, what, six to eight months um, is that, you know, oh, black men, we don't care. Black men don't care anything about black women's money, about black women's accomplishments, about black women's degrees. That means nothing to them. Like, that's not what they're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like in a, in a woman, some of the main things that a lot of black women today pride themselves on. And, you know, I hear a lot of black men say like, that's not what's going to get you married. That's not what's going to get you a good man. Like we could care less about those things. And it's like, I, I don't know. It's like, i would be trying to figure out what is going on because the women that don't have those things can't find a good man either. So which one is it? Like You do care or you don't care because I know tons of women who don't have degrees, who don't really have a lot of accomplishments, who don't have money and they saying it's hard to get y'all to act right as well. because
2: then they're telling those women, I don't want you because you just want me for my money.
3: Okay, and so which one is it? Which (laughs) one is it?
2: Clearly what
4: we're learning. I mean, you know what, let me not even get sarcastic with it. No, I will. What we're learning (laughs) is if you don't have a wagon and look exotic, right, then you can't get away with, with the same shit, right? You, you just can't get yeah. away with everything with the man. like, yeah. and, and that's
3: just the mm-hmm. truth. Cause um, don't get me started on that. Cause they say, if you don't look a certain way, then you're not as desirable. Therefore you, you are low value and you have to settle for a low, lower value, man. Um, it's funny to me when I hear these conversations, cause the main rhetoric is that like bigger women have to settle for like a le- lesser man or a, a man who can't do anything or who isn't a go getter. And, that's funny to me because I know a lot of big women that's married and <laughs> the husband is not broke so and then, I mean
2: too this whole like you know bad bitch narrative too is, is, is getting a little old because there's plenty of bad bitches out here who are single or, or who are in relationships with these well to do men and are miserable you know what I'm saying so n- none of this guarantees your happiness which is what we should all be mm-hmm. striving for in my opinion
3: mm-hmm. um, instead
2: of all these petty debates about what black women are doing and what black men are doing or aren't doing or whatever I think we waste so much time on this when it all circles back to the same thing at the end of the day. You yourself need to have yourself together. Okay. Whatever together looks like for you. Okay. That's cool. But you need to have yourself together first because like Megan said earlier, any woman coming into a relationship with her shit together should not threaten you as a man should not make you feel less masculine. Okay. And I also want to, you know, get this kind of gets on the spiritual realm, but We all have femininity and masculinity within us, regardless of our sexual orientation right, or whatever we identify as. So at the end of the day, anybody can exhibit a more feminine, quote unquote, or more masculine, quote unquote, behaviors. But we have to learn to be more balanced as people just in general. You know, nobody wants a man that's always aggressive. You know what I'm saying? That's always on 10. Just like nobody wants a woman, I would think, that's always afraid to say something. Always quiet. Always in the corner. You know, you got to have a balance as an individual. I think that's what we should strive for.
4: No, what's happening is people are just running away. Black men men are running away from accountability. They want yes people, right? It No different. Than when these black men um, become famous and they're like these rappers, uh, Kanye, right? Everybody want a yes, man. You don't want anybody to tell you no. You don't want anybody to hold you accountable because you don't want anybody to, to, to challenge your thought right and anytime you receive some type of challenge it's not to say that that person is trying to hold you back challenges make you better right when you overcome them that makes you stronger but you don't want no op- they be the ops oh my you know you the op you the op nigga no I'm trying to my bad I'm trying to help you you know what I'm saying like I'm trying to help you and let's really look at this situation from both sides but we're just getting to the point to where it's like if you don't think the same as me if you don't make my life easier then you're automatically a threat. But life is not easy and what you're meant to do and probably what could be the best thing for you to do it it, it, it won't be easy to accomplish. And I just don't understand where we've gotten to the point of If something is difficult or if I don't like what someone says, even though it's a good person, then I automatically don't like this person. And it's more telling of them than of me. That To me, that's just a lack of accountability. That's a lack of self-realization. That's a lack of um, self-reflection. It's it's just a lack of so many interpersonal and intrapersonal skills that are just vital for making it in the world, right? But you're holding Mm -hmm. somebody accountable on a relationship level. I don't think that's Mm -hmm. okay.
3: I agree. And I, you know, that that's why I said what I said earlier is I think it goes back to how secure are you in yourself? Because what I have going on over here should not threaten what you have going on over there. You should know this is how I'm stepping regardless of how she's coming. um, And, and that shouldn't change things. But I would say it's something Jordan said earlier that I was sitting here thinking about, like, about how, you know, why is it problematic that, you know, it's a lot of black women out here who are single, who, you know, do have themselves together. They have a home, they have a car, you know, they eating on the regular, you know, they doing all right. Like they have basic needs. They're fine. And and for whatever reason, the fact that they already have those things and they're not waiting for a man to marry them, for them to have those things, you know, doesn't sit well with some black men. Um, and I was just sitting here thinking to myself, like (laughs) the irony in it is, So would they prefer a black woman who like cannot take care of themselves because a part of the femininity is supposed to be the care and nurturing, right? So when the kids come along, should the kids come along, you want it to be difficult. You want her to not know what to do. You want her to not have any sort of sense of guidance since anything because she's never had to take care of herself. So taking care of a child is like... Oh my god, where do I start? Like, I I just don't understand like why it is so threatening to know that black women can take care of themselves. Like I I, re- I really think that that is the question of the hour. Like what is it about a black woman taking care of herself that is so threatening to a lot of black men?
2: I think that some of them just don't like the narrative Because I think maybe in their experience, and we talked about this on past episode, you know, experiences that you have is really everything. That's what makes you. Right. So maybe in their experience, a black woman has talked down on them or said, you know, oh, I don't need you. I got my own. You can go about your damn business. You know what I'm saying? Like she may have said something nasty to him. And as I've learned, like I feel like men take things to heart even more so than women. And so that one black woman that said that one thing to him when he was 19 years old, he's still carrying it at 30, you know? And so it's like now, now all black women are a problem because that one said that one thing that one time. Like I think again, you gotta, for lack of a better word, you gotta get out your feelings sometimes. Okay. And we all experience or most of us will experience hurt in life. You know, somebody's gonna say something you didn't like or whatever, and you're gonna take it how you take it. But it's something I learned recently is to always assume positive intent, okay? Now, sometimes you know somebody being nasty, but at the end of the day, if you know a person, you know, you know their intent, then you need to assume positive intent until they give you a reason to believe otherwise. So I think if we start navigating through life with that mindset, then maybe, just maybe now, things might be a little less rocky. But we just have to learn that we cannot expect us out of someone else, And you can only bring what you can bring And they can only bring what they can bring Do not expect them to behave or act in a way That you would to certain situations I just think, again, it it just Keeps circling right back to it Y'all have to work on yourselves (laughs) I can't stress this enough You have to work on yourself And and stop trying to shift blame And say, oh, the black woman Is the problem Or even in some cases where you say the black man Is the problem Sometimes it's you (laughs) sometimes it's you sometimes it don't have nothing to do with nobody else you know so we got to be more mindful of that
3: I agree sometimes it's just you sometimes you got to work on self and say self you know (laughs) I'm really gonna say self these are the things that I'm going to work on and you know I, I feel like for black men um, I think Jordan said something about grace earlier. I feel like Black men as a whole just have to be more conscious and be more aware and try to practice a little bit more grace to give to Black women to, you know, get to a place to where maybe they can feel comfortable um, letting letting that guard down some and, you know, expressing the feminine traits that maybe they have suppressed, if they have suppressed any. Um, I'm sure they
2: have. Yeah.
3: And I think that black women have to, in turn, you know, work on recognizing that taking care of yourself doesn't always also have to mean that, you know, that I don't need anybody. I don't need anything. Spirit doesn't always have to be expressed. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like, Mm -hmm. let what you have going on for yourself speak for itself. and the I feel like you know the right man will will recognize that within you, but will want to extend what he has to offer anyways. And so I think that it's just about a lot of patience and and growth and mm. um you know try to get to a place of understanding with one another. And that's what it's really all about, right? Like we know as the Black community, like just this country has really done a number on us of us being so separate. So. It, it, it takes a lot of work for the black man and the black woman to really get on the same page because we've been so separate and so infiltrated um so many times and I will give black men a little bit of um the benefit of the doubt here and say that you know it doesn't help like you pointed out earlier that black women you know have been graduating a lot achieving a lot a lot of black women are making a lot more money than black men they make it hard for black men to get certain opportunities um and it makes them sometimes to us appear as less desirable that puts us in the direction of the white man the asian man the hispanic man whatever um you know and, and so sometimes they are at a disadvantage um so I think we just have to practice, like, some some grace with one another with these things.
4: I think this whole situation or this whole mindset is an actual embodiment of ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. <laughs> when <laughs> women are doing what you think you're only supposed to do, now it's a problem. That's all I'll say. And I'll even toss out Will and Jada's name. Y'all can let that simmer. And figure out my point in it on your own because I know that'll open up a whole can of worms. But by Jada having her sexual preferences and being so outspoken about what her expectations were of Will or her partner, I'll say, and of her marriage, and those being a bit more non traditional for a female, but quite on point with what most men would want out of a partner and out of their wife. Ain't no fun now that Jada got the gun. That's all I'll say. All these men talking about <laughs> leave, king. Leave, king. Know your worth, king. Well, what about all, all your baby mamas putting up with your stuff, London? Huh? Like, come on now. Like, Chill. We get messy. Okay. Right. Well, uh-huh. now, you know, well, everybody know about Sunwalker. But that's all I'm saying. So I'll be quiet. But, you
3: know, one good thing to kind of simmer on, y'all, is every single definition in Google search I'm finding, this is so ironic to how the world treats us as women, Every definition I'm finding when they talk about femininity mentions some sort of sexuality quality, some sort of value in finding your own self-pleasure and what you enjoy in a sexual experience. So how ironic is it that like we as women, especially Black women, get like so slut-shamed and so body-shamed and so put down, right, for any type of expression of sexuality when, according to all the definitions, that's supposed to be a part of the femininity. Yeah. So
2: Yeah, and we have to acknowledge that things change with time. So what may have been considered feminine in 1950 is not going to be considered feminine in 2021. You know what I'm saying? Like the world is a totally different place. So stop trying to assign these, these older, archaic narratives to the modern world. Everything does not make it over to the next century, right? So I think that's something we need to walk away with as well: is definitions and terms and meanings. All these things change over time and evolve into something else. The world is not the same as it was back in the day. Um, so Dice, we need to if adapt. only
3: you could gather around the group of black men that don't understand that concept. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's a good point, Dice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. Y'all, this one has been, it has been a ride. It has been a wild ride. I I didn't know what direction we was going in, but we went somewhere. Um, but nevertheless, I do hope y'all got something out of it because we covered a lot of ground. Um, and you know, let us know your thoughts as usual. We are on social media y'all. Please do not be afraid to talk to us. Reach out to us at NYABG pod on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter also do not forget to subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already y'all so y'all can keep up with us every time we air a new episode you will get an alert also y'all check out our website nyabgpodcast.com and we will see y'all in the next one